Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the podcast where we talk about all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe, sometimes one minute at a time, hey, and sometimes five minutes at a time. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And Mark, you know what? Today is a very special day. We got a special announcement. It's a special announcement. Um, we got some good news, and this is why we're making uh, this episode. It's a little bit of a, a little bit of uh, what are we calling it? Yeah, it's you know okay. I I think it is um, you know how you said it's 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 good news, and I I felt like to me it's 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 good news. It's a good news day, and uh, and and cause for in my opinion very positive energy and so i wanted to have this this episode to talk about you know all the news that happened today and even if the news didn't happen today we also had a director commentary on man of steel today that kind of brought back some memories from us because it's kind of like how we started the this whole podcast to begin with we wanted to talk about man of steel minute by minute and it just so happened that dc was gonna spawn this entire shared universe and so we were we were invested now. We we were planted in, in talking about all the DC movies. And so with the news that come out today that HBO Max, which is HBO's streaming service, having um, Zack Snyder's Justice League like within the library of, of content that's going to be in there, it was seemed like almost like an impossible milestone. Um, like it... It was something that a lot of people didn't expect to happen. A lot of people thought it couldn't happen. And for some people, they think it shouldn't happen, um, which we'll get into that. Um, but uh, I felt like having this podcast today to, to, to let people who listen to the show and to talk to you most importantly, because you know today was a, a very exciting day, um, that we will be covering Zack Snyder's Justice League um, right after we talk about Wonder Woman. Uh, it's something that we've been working on right now. You get goosebumps in when you say it, don't you? Every time <laughs> I get those good Travis Scott. Is that Travis Scott? Uh, I get goosebumps. That is every Travis. Night. Yeah, yeah it's like it Travis is. Scott. I can't oh, think. Oh yes, yeah, I know things. Sometimes <laughs> great music video, by the way. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman minute is coming soon. By the time you guys hear this episode, um, it'll only be about two weeks before that comes out, uh, June first. Um, today is May twentieth, twenty twenty. For anyone who's listening to this at a later date. But yeah, today, uh, May 20th, 2020, uh, Zack Snyder announced that with HBO Max, uh, his his version of Justice League, the movie that was supposed to come out in 2017, is finally coming out um, with the vision that he intended from the beginning. Um, so, uh, you know, Nate, you and I had this, have been having conversations about, about this movie and talking to other people a lot, but there was always this conversation between you and I about what, what this podcast that we do where we talk about these DC movies. Um, and we knew we were going to stick with doing wonder woman. Cause that was something we were looking forward to more than justice league was talking about wonder woman minute by minute. And even people who listen to this show were, are more excited that wonder woman, the 2017 movie is getting a, movies by minute breakdown podcast um so we've been working very hard on that one making sure that the content we create for it is the best that it can be 
Um, and so when people listen to it, they're not disappointed. Um, but Justice League that came out that same year was uh, an obstacle that you and I had to look at. And I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think with the news now today, it's more of like this podcast is going to keep going. We're going to keep making not only not just content. It's not like we're going to be like, okay, we're going to do, we're going to just do justice like minute by minute, but that we would do it passionately. Like we signed up with man of steel back in 2017. When we started this podcast, it was like, we were excited. Then Dawn of justice was a huge undertaking. And then suicide squad was like the first time we had to deal with a film like justice league where it's like the studio involvement turned this movie into something else and we had to like trudge through it there was like that was fun it was was fun fun. but we got both sides of like this movie's garbage this movie's great what are you talking about and and we're like okay but this is the negative part about it all and so it was it was a task to go through it and doing it with justice league would have been like 24 7 every episode would have been like here's what's, you know, here's what's in question over and over again. And, and, you know, I have a, hang on now. I have a question for you. Yes. Are we going to do two justice leagues? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, it'll just, that was the first, this, that honestly, why didn't I ask that four hours ago? What's going on? Yeah. It's it's a, it's yeah. That question literally just popped into my head. Yeah, no. That's it, that's funny. So we are doing Wonder Woman Minute coming out in June, and then once we're done with that... We'll be, have to wait. It'll Well, by the time we get done with Wonder Woman Minute, um, it won't be too far off before this version of Justice League comes out mm-hmm. on 2020 on HBO Max. So, yeah. um, I think we'll also have Doom Patrol at that time, too. Yeah, Doom Patrol is coming out in June as well, so we're going to be pretty busy this year. Um it's fun. And so, yeah, by the time we're done with all that, Justice League will be ready to go and it'll give us time to prepare and see where we're at and hopefully everyone stays safe until then. Um, but yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be the, the next film that we talk about after Wonder Woman. So very excited about that. And, and like I said, it's, it's not just that we're going to agree to stay on to, to continue doing this. We would have probably still done it with the version that came out three years ago, but we would have been very critical about how we talk about it. And, and it probably wouldn't have been fun, which I, there was, I think I'm going to be honest with you. I think there was a moment, um, in all seriousness and without sounding too mean, but there was a moment where I felt like I was out of gas, um, Mm -hmm. because of like looking towards, the future and seeing you know like and and like seeing things like that like that uh, the, the controversy behind that movie is an obstacle that we would have to um face uh and it's something that i wouldn't want to be as passionate about mm-hmm. um and that feel and i feel like that would be a bad uh you know that's just bad content that's 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 not good yeah um, i uh... so it was so so this is honestly it's it's another beacon um, my, my batteries are, are, are charging up. It's like one of those, um, you know, those pads that they came out with in like 2016 
that like the you could put your you know it was like a little pad like a little like, like a little card mat you put your phone on you put your a wireless charger there you go uh what else would you put on it your gps garmin can we say brand names you know if you got Magellan. the dashboard on your car to get replaced with a wireless charging mat then yeah. you could put your garmin on the dashboard of your car and it would charge it and right. you wouldn't have to worry about plugging it in Right, but we all know I'm putting my phone up there so I can uh, live stream. Yeah, because now your phone is your GPS. Oh yeah, that's true. So absolutely, there was there were. Mark, I was trying to say my batteries are getting. <laughs> yeah, you were to the de-energizer uh, filling bunny, up. as they call them. That's the. I was what? What'd you say? Bunny. It's like would... the negative version of. It's his villain. It's his rival. I don't know where I'm I don't know if I, I don't know if we should talk in it because I there may be a villain to the Energizer Bunny. I think there is. I think, there th- is and now. I'm pretty sure the Energizer Bunny was actually put into some comics. Yeah, battery acid bunny. I don't know. Oh man, no, villain. it He's would be. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop, stop, stop. It would be. Oh man, I was trying to think of. Uh, there's something better, but like. What's a natural predator of a bunny? A fox. It would be something fox. Uh, Battery acid fox, but that's like that's too closely related to uh, the bunny having batteries yeah, on like him. The conduit cougar or something. Yeah. What like weakens a battery? It, uh, conduit like, would con- take it. Conduit. Right? Yeah. Did, conduit. Uh, when would are we take gonna it. get off this? <laughs> or like um, we're gonna keep this rolling. Or or hang on, hang on. Energizer bunny, and there is his villain, the resistor rabbit. There you go. Resistor there we go. rabbit. We got there. Um, so, yeah. Um, what are the facts about about Zack Snyder's Justice League? Just in case, maybe you're in a vacuum and maybe you don't know the news already. I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you already know the facts. But um, the facts are Zack Snyder's, like his vision for the Justice League film that was supposed to be a sequel to Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice is coming out to HBO Max in the year 2021. Um, there's no specific date, just that year it's going to come out. Um, HBO Max is has a lot of content coming to it, but not a lot of original content coming to it. And so there's, you know, not to get too far off into speculation, but you know, it, there's speculation that um, this was a great opportunity for HBO to to profit in some way. And so this was a, a golden moment. You know, you have something that a lot of people are asking for. You have a platform that's if you just had all the first party content, it's kind of starved for that. And so putting I what's what hang on, what's the difference between an HBO Max and just the regular HBO? <laughs> You'd have to go to their website to do the whole thing because there's HBO Now, God, HBO Mark, Go, HBO on. Max. There's a, there's three different services. HBO Go is if you already have a subscription to HBO, then you have the online kind of like web portal sh- streaming service version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HBO Now is if you don't have HBO and you want to watch what HBO has. You can go there, yeah, yeah. and then HBO Max is all of HBO Now, plus so many other outlets of media. You got Crunchyroll if you watch a lot of anime. Oh, it's like their partners and stuff? Is that what it's it is? It's like a whole package okay. of okay. everything that falls under the AT&T Warner Media umbrella. So even got all it. the Studio Ghibli movies, Cartoon Network as a whole, like you know, you're going to get so much stuff. DC's wrapped mm-hmm. up in there, so that's why Doom Patrol Season 2 is going to be on there instead of being on the, on the DC, DC Universe, Universe app. app. So yeah. it's just like, it's HBO Now plus so much more. Um, but Rad. then if you were to just look at HBO Max's own content that they're bringing to the table, 
um, it can look a little um, like minimal. So Zack Snyder's Justice League is is beefing out that exclusivity, like what you're getting out of it that you probably have never seen anywhere else unless you're really good friends with Zack and you've already seen it. Um, but uh, so we know it's coming in 2021 HBO Max and then it's going to either be, this part is undecided, it's either going to be a four-hour cut of a movie or it's going to be a six-episode miniseries. And so that part hasn't been determined yet, but um, Zach did show the did show what he has to the Warner Brothers execs. He invited all of them, like Walter Hamada, Toby Emmerich, and then uh, Jim Lee was even there over at his house. Um, Jason Momoa has seen it, but that's unrelated. Um, and then, like, so he showed all the Warner Brother execs and then was just, like, fully transparent about, like, this is, this is what I have so far. This is what we could do. This is what would what I would need to finish this. Um, and they said, basically, that they felt pumped about it. They felt excited about it. And they, despite, you know, it not, maybe it not being a finished product, they were like, this is this is great this we can go with this and we agree to green light it and put it on hbo max and so they reached an agreement that you know they're going to put it on there but i think they agreed to at least 20 million if not maybe 30 million would go to helping finish out the movie um which which would include just like vfx yeah like uh those kind of things so we don't really that we there's not really uh any any fact about like um reshoots or anything like that yeah nothing specific Um, but there is again a lot of speculation of what that is because yeah um i think everyone is certain that the the justice league cast is going to come back and and film additional scenes which might include ben affleck um and so that's something everyone did not expect um and so be still my heart (laughs) um uh ray fisher jason momoa and ezra have already been uh, in communication with zach about getting having to be ready in in order to film footage so um, and I know Jason Momoa the other day was just talking to Mark Twight, who is their like um, fitness instructor, the person who yeah. basically gets them into su- superhero shape. Um, he was at the gym the other day, yeah. So it uh, looks like they're going to be training again to get ready for additional footage. Um, and then VFX for sure, because there's a lot of VFX that isn't finished. And then there's a lot of VFX that might need to be reversed because the biggest one is Steppenwolf, who was redesigned for the 2017 film. And so now he has to be, um, he has to be, he has to get the sonic treatment. Yeah. That's a, which, Hey, that's the best it way it works, to, man. That's the best way to put it. He has to get, the, it's the only way to put it. What do you mean? That's, <laughs> that's never happened. Which I'm before. excited for. I, I, I like that alien version of Steppenwolf. Um, but we'll get, you know, towards the end of the episode, we're going to get into more of like, what what parts of it we're excited for um but what um you know i want to ask you nate personally like what your reaction to, to to this news is and how you felt about it maybe actually finally seeing a bit of confirmation about about all this like i know it's been it's been about three years but like the announcement today 
Um, what was your snap reaction to this? Um, I was I was I was giddy like a like a school child, Mark. <laughs> Um, I mean, you and I were texting each other back and forth uh, as we were watching the stream. Um, first off, I want to say the um, the live stream that happened today yeah. on Vero. I've I had a I had a blast of a day. Let me tell yeah. you something. I got up early. It was a nice, bright day here in beautiful, sunny Orlando, Florida. And like, I just like opened my window, and it was nice. And I was sitting on my porch. Anyway, so. The stream started at like 11 and everything like that. And I've never uh, watched a, like a watch party or anything like yeah. that. I've never I've never done that. So like this was my first one. And I didn't realize that until after the fact. Um, so already I was like in just an elated mood. Um, sitting <laughs> sitting on my bed uh, with my phone next to me and um, watching Man of Steel a movie that I have such a deep connection to and, and fondness for. It's hard for me to explain. But watching it with, you know, Zack Snyder sitting there is like with him doing a live commentary, um, it was just like on another level to me. I was I was almost, um, I was just beside myself kind of. And, and I know I'm like fanboying over here, but um, it was cool. It was a really cool feeling. I was a really big fan of um, DVD commentaries. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is what this was. And it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I actually see him. And he's, he's like, sitting back. And I can see him getting lost in his own thoughts as he's watching the movie and hearing him say, like, oh, hang on. I was watching the movie for a second. Like, it's like, oh, oh my gosh. You, you do that? I do that. Yeah. Like one of those things where... It was cool, and and um, you know the vain side of me. It felt uh, validating, yeah, <laughs> hearing it's, him it's, say some things. Yeah, obviously, but um, the event afterwards was so um, it was incredible. Um, seeing the Q and A, especially the uh, you know the special guest. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, that was really something else. The things that um, Henry was saying on the stream were really, we'll probably get into that later um, in this episode. Um, but yeah, like, uh, hearing him, because <laughs> that's what it led up to. It was like Henry was saying something, and then it was just a pause. And Zach was like, all right, man, all right, okay. And it was like, you think it's, and like, it was just like a, a series of, like my my hands were shaking a little bit because I was typing on on uh, on my computer to the, my message to you, yeah. and I got I know like I just typed your name and I was like oh, oh my god I think I think something's about to happen like this is they're gonna say something, <laughs> yeah and um and it was just uh it was excitement and you know I just I don't know I ran over to the other room my roommate was there I. I threw my headphones on I was like look 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 show them the picture and everything it was just a, it was a great uh it was a great feeling as a fan and as someone who has taken uh, the time um to <laughs> as pretentious as it sounds to analyze uh this 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 person's work mm -hmm. um and these um and and everybody everybody involved the actors Zach Deborah all of them like just and and what we did the amount of time that we that we that we did that and 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 the effort that we put into it um 
it's just really like a like a different connection that it felt um uh it it feels complete mm-hmm. it feels like um it just feels good it feels good to be a fan <laughs> it feels good to be a fan and it feels good that i have um such an adoration for uh zach and what he's doing we're on a first name basis so <laughs> yeah for me personally it was um you know i i i, I remember saying to myself um that if, if if even if it was just a man of steel commentary that it's enough i would have been i would it would have been enough and you know um i think the the people on the internet who knew that the announcement was coming they my reaction to the news happened on monday because everyone was already hinting that this announcement was going to be made and so i remember monday may 18th being so drained just because it was a monday and i remember even taking a nap in the middle of the day on my unpaid just being so drained for energy and like not wanting to do anything and then i woke up and i I went back to work and i got a cup of coffee and i was just like i need some sort of energy and then like Zack snyder had just tweeted like okay I'm, i'm gonna do a man of steel commentary on wednesday and i'll be there to answer some questions and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because, you know, he, everyone always talks about Batman v Superman. They want him to talk about it. They want him to explain everything. Because when you think of, you know, release the Snyder Cut, you think of uh, the last one that came out, which was Dawn of Justice, and how that was supposed to lead into that third film. And I feel like Man of Steel always kind of gets forgotten. Like, every character in there, like, from Dr. Emil Hamilton to Feora to, you know, like, Joel on Krypton, like, there's so many beautiful moments that you forget about because everyone is always just talking about Ben Affleck's Batman, you know, like trying to redeem himself. Present company included. Yeah. And then like, so everything has always just been Dawn of Justice and, and that not to take away from any of that, but it's like, it's all he gets to talk about because it's all people ask him about. So him doing a Man of Steel commentary to me was like, I'm so glad he's doing this because even if, no other film came after it. Man of Steel, I think, stands up on its own, and it's a really great film, and I'm glad he's finally able to talk about it. That's it. I would. I was like, okay, cool, great. And then people who I know aren't usually supportive of the release of Snyder Cut movement or, you know, whatever opinions they may have about it just all of a sudden started being like, it's happening. The thing I, you know, I was wrong. Like, it's it's happening some people were upset that they had to, you know, that they had to hold, upset that they got the news that it was going to happen. And so to me, unfortunately for them, like seeing that to me was like, it's actually happening because I, I trust them to be upset about the news. And so I was like, it's happening. And so Monday, all of a sudden I'm like sweating. I'm like shaking. I'm like, I, I, I guess it's happening. Like, and so Wednesday I was like, if they don't announce it, I'm okay because I'm here for the man of steel commentary. You know, some people are showing up at 11 to see the start of it with the idea that he's going to announce Zack Snyder's justice league. And I was, I thought that was the wrong way to come up, come to the, the commentary thing. Like, 
you should be here to see him talk about the first one, Man yeah. of Steel. Like that movie and that's, like, that's why if, I was there. That's I'm gonna be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, if that's all he did, if it was like if that was the end of the movie and he was like, All right, that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in, I'd be like, You guys should be happy that mm-hmm. that's the thing. Because that movie actually got made and Henry Cavill was Superman in that movie, just like if Justice League never came out, at least you have Dawn of Justice, Ben Affleck being Batman in that movie. You know, at least you have that. You can always go back and watch that movie, and you can always go back and watch Man of Steel. So if he never talked about it, cool. He did talk about it, and hell fucking mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, it's the the moment Henry Cavill shows up at the end of the commentary. I almost, I almost, uh, man. I almost peed my pants. Was <laughs> like that was like literally me, a, a, a sh- I I think I get an audible gasp. I didn't expect it, and you know that's another thing that the internet really tried to push on to people was that uh, him and Zach disagreed on on the movement on 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 what what should happen to the DC cinematic universe or what should happen to Henry Cavill's Superman. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to disagree on what you want out of the character. That's why there's so many different iterations of Superman and DC Comics superheroes in general. Um, It's okay to disagree. Um, But I think they're happy with continuing to to make more DC movies together or um, just that Henry Cavill continues to be Superman in some way. Like, I think they can agree to disagree in in a, in a way and to see them hanging out together on the stream is like it was like that seemed more like a miracle than Zach being like yeah I'm doing the I'm doing the Snyder cut like that to me was more revelatory than him saying he's going to release his Justice League film it's nice to see Henry Cavill and Zack Snyder uh, hanging out and, and then hanging out with fans to answer questions. Um, to me, that was the best part. That was, that was the highlight. Yeah. The, the, the announcement that Zack Snyder is releasing his version of Justice League was just validation at that yeah. point. Like, I didn't need... I mean, I celebrate it in, in ways of, like, congratul- you know, congratulations and, and, like, you know... As far as like for them, like you guys did it, you guys won, you guys got to put your, you guys are going to get to put your movie out. Like that was my reaction to the announcement itself. But Henry Cavill, Zack Snyder talking about Man of Steel, that's what I came for. Well, I just came for Zack Snyder to talk about it. And the fact that Henry Cavill is there, it's like that, that was the best part for me. Um, so, but, um, before we talking, uh, before we get more into talking about Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, since we're talking about Man of Steel, watching the movie again, um, since we did it movie minute by minute, uh, was there any parts of it you remembered uh, strongly watching it in the live commentary? Was there any parts of the movie that I remember? Yeah, like what was your reactions to to watching the movie again? Oh, I've having done it movie by or minutes by minute by minute. You know. What yeah, I'm I get to what say? you mean. Um, this is uh, me watching it today was not the first time. Um, me watching it again after our analysis. Um, I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> um, but 
It was for me. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Really? I haven't seen serious? it since we talked about it. Yeah. That was like yeah. three years ago. Well, see, I had just put my DVD on digital, and yeah. I always just had and the you physical were, yeah, copy. And you're the guy that kind of actually kept up with all the other movies. The you know, you 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 you're a first runner for those things, and I hey, I yeah. like to rewatch movies anyway. So, um, yeah, all of it. I remembered all of it honestly so well because I I I I I, I love Man of Steel so much as a as a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there's some things that really. Um, uh, shooketh me, as uh, William Shakespeare <laughs> once said. Um, w- the main thing was um, to tag on at the end of what you were saying before. Um, Henry was talking about um, his experience uh, w- when they were uh, shooting that movie, and they asked, Zach asked him a question about um, what was it like putting on the suit for the first time, and. Um, I uh I wasn't I wasn't like prepared for that <laughs> question mm-hmm. and to actually like witness um Zack Snyder ask Henry Cavill that question um so like uh it 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 struck a very what's the term loud chord big chord strong chord struck a chord powerful chord I think it's chord I think it's just struck a chord it struck a chord with me um and it's and it's hard for me to describe um, my adoration for uh, Henry Cavill's portrayal of Superman um, in Man of Steel, and of course of in Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, which is just on another level of Superman. But the introduction, um, it's hard for me to to properly like express uh, just like the feeling that I get from there. It's um. It's all. It, it is like a. Uh, it, it's like a heroic sense kind of thing, and it's mm-hmm. not like it, it. And it's more. <laughs> it sounds childish, I know, but it's like someone um, being able to put on that costume and be as iconic as the character, uh, mm-hmm. as the as the the the, the fictional character uh, himself, um, is something that. Uh, you know, you don't really expect from just your portrayals of your favorite characters in pop culture or even, you know, whatever books or anything like that. Um, but Henry was different, and I always um, felt that when I first saw Man of Steel, and I, I didn't really, uh, you know, pay attention to it because I was, you know, younger and it was just a cool Superman movie. But I saw that movie a lot, and I still watch that movie a lot, and... um it's just uh, the, the 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 hero's journey of this uh, version of Superman is something that's um, very powerful, and uh, it's mm-hmm. something that hasn't been done. And I think Henry does a very good portrayal. So anyway, going back to what he was saying, hearing him describe um, putting on that suit and walking out, and all those people looking over to him, and you know, in front of all the cameras and stuff, and him feeling, wow, I'm just like in this really silly skin tight blue suit. This is silly. But him walking out and then seeing, you know, from his eyes, him seeing Zach just, like, in amazement, that's something that, like, I uh, just took with me. And it's uh, because I do see that uh, in Henry Cavill's portrayal of Superman. 
<laughs> it's silly to say because it's just you know like a movie character but uh yeah. superman is like a is a is a superman is a character that i am very close to because of the way his narration can be and is treated and has been treated and probably will be treated for you know the rest of publication um he's just a very poignant character uh in <laughs> in humanity it's weird um so like that seeing seeing that man and hearing him describe what he was feeling when he himself put on the suit was i I, it's hard like i said it's hard for me to describe but it was just pure enjoyment yeah and um gal gadot recently was talking about the same thing because um i was just watching that wonder woman documentary that they put out and gal was saying like the suit makes you feel empowered. Like, and she was like, I noticed that I would sit different. I would stand up like more up, up, like straight. And like, there's something about the suit when it, when it works that you wear and you, you feel great wearing it. And it, it, it is very empowering. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel like a superhero. And that's what kids feel when they dress up like their favorite (laughs) superheroes, you know? And they're like, yeah. And I think that's important that you feel that way when you put those costumes on. Like, isn't, um, like, I even think, like, isn't it in uh, Captain Marvel? I, I think the little girl is, like, dressing up like Captain Marvel or something. Like, she feels, like, empowered the same way. And, like, that's how you're supposed to feel. Like, that's, that's exactly, like, that's, that's what we strive towards is that we feel like superheroes and that we can do better. And, mm-hmm. and then that's what makes man of steel and, and wonder woman so great is their origin movies are both. They empower you, but they also make you feel like you earned some bit of knowledge of, of how to be a better person. And, and to me, that's how I started to get passionate about these movies because um, like, like I said before, and people who may have heard me talk about it on, on Man of Steel Minute, but I said I didn't like the movie when I first saw it, in fact. And then it was me watching it again and then being like, oh, it's not as bad as I remember. It's, these actually some, there's some really good parts here. Like, this part here is good. This part here, and, you know, then it's quickly snowballed into... I haven't been paying attention to this at all. Like, yeah, and then like, you reveal things like the sword of Rao and all this. Like, yeah. it's a, oh, and then oh we, wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started talking. Uh, you know, you and me were like, well, "Let's do this podcast." We do minute by minute. Like, it's a DC franchise, so there's lots to talk about. Um, you know, we really and, had a great a great experience with just with starting out with Man of Steel, watching it again. Again, that was another part of me, like. Having yeah. that first, have, for us to do that movie first was something um, that it might not have worked with any anything else, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I think that's another reason why it was better to do this announcement with Man of Steel instead of Dawn of Justice, because I feel like when people talk about Dawn of Justice, it's because they want to talk about Justice League, but... I think to talk about Justice League, you have to talk about Man of Steel, which came first and, yeah. and started it. And it's like, what did it start? Well, it started what would eventually become, uh, you know, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Dawn of Justice, like even the other movies, Shazam, Aquaman, Birds of Prey, like these characters having their their movie that defines them and and being a better version of themselves even harley quinn in birds of prey is being 
a better version than what she was created to be. And so I think it's so important that, you know, if you're going to announce Zack Snyder's Justice League, that we talk about Man of Steel instead of trying to talk about Dawn of Justice um, as just like a sequel, uh, but talking about like what was it that made Man of Steel stand out? And it was trying to be a better superhero movie. And, And what does that mean? So like... I didn't like Man of Steel at first, and then, and then, you know, when I got to a point of being like, "Hey, this is actually really good," and then you and I started this movies by minute podcast, and then we went minute by minute, and was just like, "Oh, what? What is? Why did Krypton fall? Why is Jor El this way? Why does Superman choose to or or not choose to do something?" And then that's when we started talking with guests and having guests on the show, talking about the power of choice, talking about like what worked and what didn't work, and then being like we might've been a little bit too um, unconfrontational about, you know, letting people have their opinions about why Man of Steel is a bad movie. And we probably should have done a little bit more, but now I think about it and I think about, I still think this movie is, is a good lesson. Like I still think there's good things to learn from the movie. And so now I just love it. And then watching it again is like, I don't even I don't want to say nostalgic, but it just feels like the more I watch it, the more the the best parts of it like extremely outweigh whatever qualms people have about the movie. Like whatever they might disagree about, like the more I watch it, the more I feel like this is a good movie and I don't understand why you continue to fight about it in the year 2020. Like a movie that came out seven years ago. Another thing I wanted to talk about was the the CGI, the special effects work in the film, because Man of Steel still holds up just watching it. Um, There was, uh, right from the beginning, you know, they talk about how, and we already talked about this, but Feora's suit and and Samantha Wynn, who plays Carvex, like they're the only ones with a practical suit on. And General Zod and Jor-El are wearing padding full cgi yeah Yeah. they said they might wear some padding just so that when someone punches you know whenever there's physical contact that you know their hand doesn't go through the cgi in some way Mm -hmm. um but all cgi and and you watch it and you go like it doesn't look like 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 there's no part of me that goes like that looks like cardboard part of me is like okay at some point there has to be something in there because um the kryptonian armor has like so many like pockets like pores and like little crevices of like um different layers of armor that's like put on top of itself that when light bends over it you're always kind of like that's not cgi like how does that how is that getting how's light getting into those crevices um, especially when Jor-El is fighting Zod, like those are two dudes in CGI fighting each other and you don't, you can't believe that it's CGI. It's yeah. so weird. Um, it just, it does, uh, all the effects hold up really, really well. Um, yeah. It's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. Um, and then, so, but we could, like we've talked so much about Man of Steel. I think part of me in the future would like to one day maybe revisit certain minutes and do oh, like I maybe do that like, all the time, man. All the time. <laughs> I would. Uh, I'm pretty sure I would it's love minute to do, sixteen. Um, what minute sixteen? Pretty I sure it's minute that. sixteen. Um, 
where Zod um, yells at Lara. Yeah. And the council. There oh, are fuera, you pack of fools. Anyway, um, you're a pack of fools. They said there, there are minutes I, I I think about I, I I would like to not redo but like revisit and like do it in a different way where kind of like Star Wars minute does it where they they handpick certain minutes that are oh genuine. yeah they do do that don't they yeah and then we could like talk about it and have like a different guest to talk about like specific minutes and just have them as like bonus episodes or revisited episodes and revisited minutes and talk about like specific things because um thinking about it the way we were three years ago and the way we are just a couple of schmucks couple of schmucks and and i think now we're just uh more more fluent schmucks that's Uh, wow my god i gotta write that down just a little bit better at what we do which might not be anything at all um and so uh, that, right, there's like, one thing i do want to say sorry uh there remember he said in the in the commentary um going sticking with like the remembering man of steel bit if this is the last part he said something about them skateboarding down the uh set that like yeah. had like the ramps oh my god he said god. michael shannon like he thought michael someone hurt himself and he's like i think it was michael shannon my mental image of michael shannon skateboarding just like that that it completed it it's it one hundred just that Aloha shirt. Yeah, that he had. it one hundred percent completed everything about that man. That I'm like, yeah, yes, all right, I'm on board with everything it here. Like, it weirdly sounds on brand for Michael Shannon if he was and hurt him if he hurt himself skateboarding on the set of a movie. Yeah, it's okay. I believe that one hundred percent. That was probably my favorite new thing that I had not heard before. Was yeah. that they were skateboarding in in that Jor-El house um but like see this is the difference as we as we now turn the conversation um so much admiration and when we look back at man of steel there's so much that i i love about it and i miss about it and when you get to see it again it's it makes you smile um looking at Going into Justice League, do you remember the first time you saw it? You remember the. Seeing do I remember the first time, time that we we saw? Ju- oh, I didn't see it with you the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you saw, it was. Did me, we all? It was yeah. you, me, Johnny, and Matt. Yeah, and we Matt. saw it over at Point Orlando, and. Um, yeah. Um, without sounding again, without sounding too harsh, uh, I remember. I specifically remember walking out of that theater, and just the only thing that was going on in my head was. Um, there was two things going on in my head. One was that was fun with the upper inflection. And then two was um uh just like I really hoped that like all that the the <laughs> with the flowers that were growing at the bottom, I was like, Oh snap, hopefully we'll get like apocalypse kind of thing, like forager stuff. Yeah. It was just like that kind of like new gods and everything like that. Like the possibility of new gods was just like I was just thinking again like what's next i wasn't yeah like, revel See, i wasn't reveling yeah. in what movie i saw i was literally just like what's next and that's like yeah. a, a marvel thing you know yeah that's a that's a weird way to put it i know that might seem a little bit um inflammatory Biased. but there is sometimes you you go see a movie that's meant to be part of a bigger shared universe and you feel like you feel like the person who 
opened a pack of cards to get the one holographic and then throw away the rest of the cards because you don't want it. It's always the third card you're supposed to usually flip it through and flip, turn it to the back of the deck. Yeah. You didn't See, know that's that? the thing. Yeah. Like, and that's that's... There were moments of Justice League where... I remember seeing it the second time and literally being like like wincing a little bit like ooh what is I'm trying to I'm trying to rewatch it a second time so that I can so I can understand it so I can be like you know educated just, yeah and and to give it an honest yeah second ticket purchase go see the movie again and just literally give it a second chance and I remember just wincing so much the first half of the movie and then when aquaman battle steppenwolf i was like okay i can i can breathe a little bit you know there's this you know it's not a bad movie um and then now three years later i look at it and i go oh it's very aggravating but that's the thing like seeing that movie the first time i, I had i was trying really hard to convince myself that what we saw was what they wanted, what, what Zach wanted to put out. Because part of me was going to be like, Zach really did this? Yeah, no, like, there was a big part that I remember. Like, we were really hoping for a director's cut or whatever you wanted to call it. I don't think a uh, Snyder cut was a, I don't think it was, you know, obviously the movement wasn't there. Maybe it was, I don't remember. But I, I think mean, we, I think we were like really. Or at least me. I know I settled. I was like, I... Because I was like following like the trend of what Snyder was doing with his other movies. I was like, well, he's been put out in director's cuts, uh, extended editions. So, like, it's probably just going to be that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There For was a, a long time yeah. is what I thought. I was starting to settle, too, in, in the sense of, like, well, that's that's that. You yeah. know, like, uh, we always have Man of Steel and, and Donald Justice. You can always go back and watch them. Mm-hmm. And, if Justice League is what it is, so be it. But yeah. um, it it just felt it was really not yeah. right. Like it didn't sit well with me. And I can, you know, if if another director had just come in and and did his own vision from the beginning or her vision from the beginning, their vision from the beginning, I would have, you know, to me that's great. Uh, a director's vision of of their own their own vision, I would be okay with it. It doesn't have to be Zack Snyder's vision. Not but to be conclu- they, not to be confused with Vision, yeah, not to be that confused, one guy, yeah. the red guy. Um, but you know, it doesn't have to be Zach's Vision, and I don't <laughs> necessarily want every DC film. I don't want every DC film to have Zack Snyder's tone and vision and whatever de- you know, whatever his defining quality is for a movie. Like, I don't want every DC. I think that would be atrocious. I think that's awful. But I, I think. To say that the Justice League film that we got in 2017 is Zack Snyder's film is it's just a lie. It's just and it's not Ouch. right. It's just not okay to be like, well, that's obviously his work. Like only Zack Snyder would do that. And it's like you know it's not. You just you're just being negative about it. Yeah. And it's it's just not right because I don't even think that's Joss Joss Whedon's movie. I don't even like I don't think that's Jeff Johns' movie. I don't know whose movie that is. But I, maybe it's just Kevin Suchihara's movie. I, th- I, I was going to say, I think it's Kevin Suchihara's movie. It's just, so, it's just no one's movie. And I think a lot of people want to point fingers and blame. And there was a whole like Mexican standoff of like, you know, who to blame in the scenario. And I, I think that's, 
that's the wrong way to go about it, which is kind of coming up to. The I think it's the wrong way to go about everything. Yeah, the the Snyder Cut movement is is what what we're getting to next. But you know, once everyone knew that that this film was a bomb and and just not what anyone wanted, mm-hmm. and not there, the bomb. Yeah, there was conversations of like what what to do about it now. Some people say don't do anything with it and and move on. You know, and some people are like, you know, we we need the director's vision. And, you know, I was, uh, to this day, I mean, you know, I guess speaking past tense since it's coming out, but, like, I was I was very proactive and supportive of Zack Snyder releasing a vision, a, a version of Justice League that is his vision. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very supportive of that. What I'm not supportive of is attacking people because attacking people is kind of how you got in the situation in the first place. If you look at what we talked about with Dawn of Justice, you have, in the movie, you have characters who attack someone for trying to do the right thing. And they're the bad guy. There's no other way no other way to, to, to state it, but characters like Lex Luthor and Batman, in the movie Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, are just not being a good person to someone who is trying to be a good person. And so if you're going to say you like movies by Zack Snyder, you have to go about it in ways that follow in the footsteps of the, of the good character that he's creating, you know? And so they're on both sides of things. And maybe and there's not even both sides. There's just like five different sides. There's like 20 different sides. There's so many different sides you can have about how, you know, what should happen with this, big pop culture movie that failed terribly if you want to put it in those words um or broke even or lost warner brothers 60 million dollars if you're trying to be specific like oh my god like the the <laughs> fact you're is, the one is being that, specific buddy well it's like you can either be broad about it or you can be specific about it and you know god, i love how analytical you are and then <laughs> it's just there's a wrong way to go about trying to do the right thing you know what i'm trying to say like, absolutely so I wanted to be supportive of, of not only Zack Snyder, but like his daughter, the people he worked with, the people who also worked on the film, the people who, who fell into, into mental illness and, and depressions and people who got burned by, by what happened with this whole big budget fiasco thing, you know? And so my support for Zack Snyder's Justice League was for them, for everyone who was really, truly affected by it. There were, and I think that's where kind of like where this podcast kind of falls under fire is because we never got into the trenches of what we did, but like we didn't get into, um, what is it where you where you draw blood from from the other people on the internet who are like getting really like toxic and inflammatory about the situation to the point where it's like you become radicalized in trying to get a movie to come out like to me that wasn't why this was important um and that's kind of like the question i want to to ask you but like um i wanted this for for zach and and for ray fisher and for for ben affleck for you know, like 
so many people that I felt like justice needs to be had for them. And then the other reason I think it's important is like not only filmmaking, but I think it's important that we put out a movie that, that is good because when I watched, when I watched the justice league version that came out in 2017, I don't feel like it's a good story to tell. Like, I, I, I don't think it's as ethical as people think it is just because the tone is lighter or the colors are brighter or like it's a little bit more campy. Like, I don't think it's a good movie, you know? It's not like how Return of the Jedi is to me, where it's like, sure, it might seem a little bit more lighthearted than Empire Strikes Back, but the finale where Luke Skywalker is being a hero by throwing away his lightsaber, like, when you have moments like that where it's like, yes, it might be a little bit more campy, but the message is good for for not only kids, but like, you know, anyone growing up or anyone trying to learn from, from, from their escapism movies, like justice league didn't feel like it was doing the right thing with the message it was sending out. It was just saying like, Hey, we're not good enough. We need some ex machina to rise from the grave and solve our problems. And then that's it. It, I mean, it falls without being too, too critical. In my opinion, it felt, it felt like it falls just directly under that, um, very easy banner of uh you know allowing superman to just punch something and that's it yeah so it's, it's done and it's like hang on this is you just i mean what happened to the two movies of <laughs> this alien on earth first contact movie and then uh you know his story about the general populace and the people that he loved turning against him like what what happened to what happened to that guy yeah, and that's and that's a that's the other one that that's more of like a that's a nice to have for me, like even if it doesn't talk about like even if it doesn't explain the codex or like if it doesn't you know oh I wasn't looking that deep yeah well some people are some people like want this to be so tightly connected the shared universe like and that's nice to have but like I said earlier if if a different director had just done Justice League and it was just their vision. It would have been a lot better, um, and so like for a filmmaking standpoint, that's my first reason I think it's important, and the other reason is definitely like just make a coherent, ethical, fun comic book movie if you want. Like just make it that like so that when I watch it, I I can feel soundly about like what the message is because what we got just feels like insulting i don't know it just doesn't feel like it's made for anyone but for the studios to be like well we made one we made yeah. a justice league movie. It, it, yeah it just yeah there is a lot wrong with it it just doesn't it doesn't feel deserved um yeah and i don't want to go into specifics oh, that didn't, about it. no it, well it doesn't feel that that's not the one we deserve and that's not the one that um you know the trilogy of the trilogy of kal-el deserves Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, another big thing about the Snyder, uh, release the Snyder Cut movement, I, um, tried to stay away from the toxicity, obviously, you know, I was for it just because of my reaction to Justice League and everything. It's you like, come for on. the Snyder Cut movement. You weren't for the toxicity. No, I was for the movement. The toxicity, <laughs> I tried to stay away from the toxicity as much yeah. as I could, um, even with doing this podcast and everything like that. And, um... So what got me really um, 
more behind it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that is that the phrase? What got me more behind the movement, <laughs> title of my memoir, was Ray Fisher and his presence yes. in it. And really just like thinking, honestly thinking about it, that's, you need to put, that phrase, release the Snyder Cut, uh, if you like, you know, dissect it into multiple ways, there's one way to like well, take away the fandom. The other huh? part would be the, oh, there's the other multi- part would be Snyder and then the other part would be cut. Those are the four parts. Okay, well, then how many syllables, mofo? Get out of here. So, like, taking aside, taking taking away um, fandom, both good and toxicity in the city, um, the story um, that wasn't told was um, of this uh, uh, new up-and-coming actor, first feature film, amazing actor, and just gen- generally a, a fantastic guy is Ray Fisher and his portrayal of Victor Stone. Um, Mark, you've said it multiple times. It's the heart of the story. It probably is. Uh, I'm speculating that right now. But also, Cyborg is the heart of the Justice League. Um, and that was like a complete, uh, you know, phase shift uh, in the series. You know, back in what? When he joined the Justice League. Mm-hmm. God, don't Don't judge. Don't quiz me on dates get out of here said 1963 when he joined the justice league oh i'm no. talking about oh sorry i'm thinking no, because it was like first issue <laughs> no because even back in the 80s he was on justice league man he's the doom patrol New 52 doesn't matter. Was, uh, 2011 yeah but that before that doesn't matter it doesn't matter Anyways. the point being is that seeing um ray fisher's positive positivity behind that movement mm-hmm. and then really thinking like oh my god yeah no right we need to that's that guy, that guy got <laughs> the short, the short straw out of this thing. It, it's, him. it's 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 like, hang on, this his story wasn't told, and everybody around him in his life, and and the connection that him and Zach had, mm-hmm. uh, just like it wasn't it wasn't shown, it wasn't told, yeah, properly. And, see, and and like when people say that they don't, you know, that this, you know, if Zack Snyder's Justice League does exist it'll still be worse than, you know, what we saw. And, you know, I don't really care about seeing it. And, you know, people try to to drain the energy as much as possible or, or to put so much negative energy about the movement out there. And it, to me, seems like such a backfire thing for pop culture to, to be like, like, oh, it would just be bad. And it's like, you're telling me the story that wants to make this t- this kind of superhero that goes through so much trauma to become the heart of a, a, of a team of incredibly superpowered heroes, like to be the heart of the story, and you don't want to see that. You don't want to see someone who you know in real life is trying to be that hero, is trying to be that positive person in in the darkest of times, and like that's that's what superheroes do. Like, don't, isn't that like something you want to see in, in a story like of superheroes? Like, and like to not want that to me is like, I, I just think you're trying to be negative to, to the people around you. And it's not like you actually care about whether the Snyder cut is good or bad. You are just trying to be negative to, to people on the internet. And it's like such a backfiring way to think about things that I can't even entertain you. I can't even yeah. have that conversation of like trying to be like, 
like when people you know want to talk about it and they're they want to you know ask me about it like i'm always apprehensive to have that conversation with you about you know Zack snyder's justice league because i know that there's there's people rolling their eyes on the other side of the screen about it and like yeah but is it going to be any good like what don't that's not the question that's well, and it's not like you already have your mind made up. Yeah. Like, there's no convincing you. Just stop talking. Like, why can't you just legitimately give an earnest interest of, of why this movement is important to people who are fighting for it? Mm-hmm. Um, and just and, and, and about artwork in general. I mean, it's an artours <laughs> work yeah. that is going to be shared. Um, yeah. You know? Exactly. Oh what? Oh what? You 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 you're on your the edge of your seat when the when the new Banksy comes out, but you don't want to see a Snyder cut. Get out of here! I'm from <laughs> New York. So it's just it. I I I welcome conversations that that are aware of it being a subjective thing. Should his v- film come out? Like should that even come out? It's not about like oh it doesn't exist. It, it's not going to be any better. Like don't talk like that. You know if. If you think the the version of Justice League that came out in 2017 is is the right direction, I love that. I I don't even care if you agree with me. Yeah. If that movie disagree. was for you, hey. Yeah, like if you cool. think that's how they should be, that's the kind of mentality you should have. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be like is it going to even be better like oh, I can't wait till people hate the film like mm-hmm. get out of here with that. That's not what this is about. Like it's like yeah, then and then, then that's the thing of like, okay. You guys are more upset to argue with each other about it than arguing about why it should come out for the people who made it and for the people who are going to grow up watching it as a superhero movie. They don't have that conversation enough. It's always about like, well, the toxic Snyder Bros want it. Oh well, like all the checkmark verified journalists hate it so we want it even more like there's so much like where where you aim at for something that's just a superhero movie is like to me like you're missing the point of why this is fought for um and so like that that's what's always been bothering me and it's like it's kind of like why our podcast doesn't talk about it as much because when we talk about it and say are we for the Snyder cut then there's a there's a chance that we get put on a side of like us and them and i hate that us and them is like the reason the events in dawn of justice happen you know it's the reason general zod comes in and says you have to choose between krypton or humans and it's like the whole us versus them thing you read about it in comic books and you in your taught don't be like that but then you end up being like that to to your fellow man and it's like the worst mentality you could have mm-hmm. and then and then it boils down to like well now i'm upset because they announced Zack snyder's justice league and i hate the people that were for it and then they're like well we're glad you're mad and it's like you guys i don't even care if you're happy i don't even care if you're upset go do your thing i'm happy for ray fisher i'm happy for Zack snyder i'm happy for like everyone who worked on the movie and I'm I'm gonna be happy for, um, you know, kids who are fans of Superman to see Superman because he 
like he'll get some justice like and then like even kids who might grow up to to then say that cyborg is their favorite superhero Mm -hmm. like that's what i'm excited for that's gonna be exciting that's what i'm excited for and and that's another reason why i like batman v superman dawn of justice is because batman has a redemption in there where he says i was being a terrible person i need to now be a better person and i i think we will get there you know, I honestly think that that now we're headed. So, like, moving on to like trying to convince people, which is going to be the hardest part. You know, we've already talked about like people are stuck in their ways of like the negativity, or, or you know, about the Snyder Cut movement. Like, why should you be supportive and happy about it now? You know, and um, I'll pa- I'll I'll, po- I'll put the question out to you, Nate, to to answer it as well. Um, but just to start things off, like I think people should be supportive about it, given the given the history of this happening. You know, this is a this is like a precedent almost of a director kind of getting an apology from the studios. I know in 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 some way the studio is is reaping the benefits because it's generating money for them and a stream streaming service that's going to be getting a lot of traffic because of it so they it is a win-win for 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 all of that over in hollywood but a director being given a second chance to put the movie that they wanted out with the vision that they intended i think as a film goer you should be supportive of that and then as a comic book lover you should be supportive of like what that might what that story might be like and what from what we've learned uh, a really good story um and so that's that's what i'm saying now it's like whether you agree with Zack snyder's decisions or not in in his storytelling whether you agree or not with his philosophies i think from all the donner cuts really scott cuts like the david lynch's david fincher's like those directors who have been burned by studio involvement and Zack Snyder, definitely one of them, David Ayer with Suicide Squad, like, Oh yeah, that's still going around. Like as of us recording this right now, there's still like, um, David Ayer hashtags going on. So absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that that ended. I don't know what, what ended, uh, that one with, but he was, he he was, dude, he was firing off tweets like left and right. (laughs) He wants his, Uh, he wants his release too, which yeah, I think it should be. I think, if anything, put that one out first. I yeah, but also I don't put again. Put I don't know how. They, I, that's another. That's another conversation. I think it's another conversation. I don't want to infringe in the Snyder Cut talk. No, you're just fine. But talk. I, I will say release the air cut. Put that one on HBO Max first, and because I think it's more than. Yeah, right. but is, that, is is all of that there? Yeah, is all it was of that just there? recut. It's all it was. It was already done. That one's more done way more done than Zack Snyder's Justice League. They could put that movie out in the next, like almost at, almost a little bit after launch on HBO max if they wanted to. All right. I believe you, but I don't know if people are going to, I mean, it might not be, it won't be the parademon stuff that, you know, that stuff was just cut before storyboard on that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if they wanted to do the Zack Snyder, David Ayer suicide squad, version that would be another production but to just do a different edit with the different scenes that they did it would still be the the argus ink blot 
people. What did we call them? The eyes of the eyes of the adversary. It would still be yeah, those people. Real good, real good, real good. Um, eyes of the adversary. Wow. Yeah, we we only did like a hundred and fifty-three episodes. <laughs> was that the their real title, or did we make that up? No, that was no, their that's real their title. that's the actual name of them. Eyes of the adversary. Because wasn't isn't an Argus something that because has all those Amanda eyes? Amanda Waller was running Argus, and then yeah. that was the Argus of Enchantress, and so she had yeah. her own eyes everywhere, kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, go listen to Suicide Squad minute. We we had fun on that one. It was fun. a lot of it was a lot of fun. It it got it it was a, it got funny. There's some fun. It's fun. <laughs> so uh, those are my thoughts on, on why you should be. Uh, supportive of the snyder cut yeah we're given everything whether you agree with directors the zach snyder's direction on anything but like absolutely this is a milestone i think and i think it's a it's a time to be supportive about such a such a victory for a director's vision and to fight for any director who has this kind of I don't know, massacre to their own art project. <laughs> I hate I hate the concept of it happening. So it should yeah, and it and it really needs to like um kind of um open the eyes a little bit to just like the general public. Um first off when you say um the uh I'm I'm gonna stop calling it Snyder Cut and all that stuff like that. It is just it is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Uh, I would so really like to stop saying Snyder Cut because it sounds that in Set that in stone. It is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Um, so I am extremely supportive of it. Uh, I think the movement was something. Um, I, you know, it got it got attention. It had wheels on it. That's uh, that's that's something that you you know. There's all these other movements uh, that go around with you know hashtags and everything like that. But um, the fandom was there. Um, more importantly, the people that worked on the project were there, and they showed up for it, um, and they were supportive of the entire movement um, because, you know, they were there. Uh, I don't know how else would you. I mean, like you saw I mean, Ray Fisher the, go. The, yeah, and that uh, the other the better uh, the better fans were supporting it. You know, like yeah, good people, good people, good intentions were supporting it, which I think outweigh the toxic people who were supporting it, which mm-hmm. like I never like, especially with our own DC EU minute Twitter account, like I never engaged. And we even have um, like just on Facebook, Twitter, like there are people who want to have, who want to be toxic towards you for not supporting it. And I fought with those people and I never fought with people who didn't want the actual, you know, who were against the Snyder Cut even coming out. You know, I, it yeah. was weird, but I was a DC account fighting with other DC accounts being like, yeah, we both want the same thing. You don't have to be a complete asshole about it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I just want, um, like, and that's what kind of, I don't know, separated us because we weren't falling into that category of being toxic yeah. weirdos. Right. Um, Look behind you. I think you dropped your crown, buddy. Uh, so, like, I am supportive of what's to, to come next. Um, but mainly, like I said, I think it's a neat, it needs to be an eye-opener for just the general public um, to really see that um, there is a... there And there, there very well could be 
a disconnect between the creator, their team, and studio and executives. And these featured films and all these projects and stuff, it's, it's, you, you, ha- everybody has to work with everybody. You have to work together mm-hmm. or else it doesn't happen. And it, it's, you know, it's one of those things that it needs to enlighten people more. So it, it doesn't need to, you don't just, uh, fandoms don't need to just run with a hashtag just to get, you know, a following, just to get, you know, a couple deleted scenes put back in. I don't know. I was going to think of a funny movie, but I couldn't. What's the one with the girl in the in the bow and arrow and the bird? Hunger Games? That Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Harry Potter would have been a better reference to do. Probably. Anyway, so like it needs to open uh, the general populace's eyes to um, the struggle uh, that creators have to go through. Um, mm-hmm. And both sympathize and empathize empathize sympathize and empathize with everybody involved um because it's 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 work it's real work um and you know you can't anybody can sit behind their computer and and type a message out anybody can sit behind a microphone and put their voice out into the void um but what really matters is um what you take away and um you know bring to other people around you um Mm -hmm. and that just needs to be a a message of uh you know just good good heartedness um which is what we're here for i mean we like superhero (laughs) movies because it's 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 the good guy yeah Yeah. and i I, i'll tell you something even the people that you know the the superhero fans or the comic book fans that do root for the bad guy there's still (laughs) There's still someone or a character that that person probably likes or has noticed that has a better moral compass than like, you know, a classic villain that you like. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, well, there's also people, I mean, sometimes people who like villains like villains that they politically might tend to like, uh, and it sounds weird, but they, at least there's some substance there for them to agree to it. You know, there's... yeah. There's conversations of Darth Vader, Thanos, and not anything I agree with, but there are these dynamic bad guys that they feel like they can understand, and then they're like, "Oh, well, I, you know, I, I, I sympathize with why this character turned out this way." Yeah. Um, in a way, My I point don't is- agree. There's Joker that just came out recently, and people are like, "Oh, yeah. I understand why he went his way," and it's like. Well, you shouldn't. Shut up. No, no, you don't. <laughs> um, but like, my point is that um, uh, the the fandom came together, and that's really the biggest takeaway. And that's what I want to support. I want to support the community, everybody um, coming together and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even just like on a smaller scale, me sitting there watching a, a a a live DVD commentary of a Superman movie with the with the director, like that's like. Uh, that's something that I couldn't, you know, that's, that, that was amazing to me. Um, this means and something it, to me. It, it meant a lot to me. And then sitting there like with you chatting back and forth and like knowing that you were watching the same thing and, mm-hmm. you know, like being able to, and then seeing, and then seeing Twitter blow up was like, oh my God, everybody like feels the same. Everybody, this is a big, this was a big moment. Yeah. It was a, it was a very good moment. And I'm so glad that I got to experience it today. 
and it felt a, it felt very it felt very heartwarming that some of the people that I know argue with each other every day on Twitter. I see it all the time. I see it's you know account A arguing with account B. It, I see the same accounts arguing. Hey, with I'm the, account B. Are you talking hey, about me? Hey, I'm at account B. And like, and then like, I see them doing it, the back and forth every day of, you know, you're toxic. I'm not toxic. And they're like, no, you're definitely the toxic one. It's like, no, because I know you're the toxic. And you know, like, once this all came out, once it was confirmed, once HBO Max, Zack Snyder, the whole world was just like, yeah, it's 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 real, and it's coming out in 2021. You just saw so many people whether they were originally for it or originally against it, they were just like, you know what? I'm looking forward to seeing it. Looking forward to it. Um, despite what my feelings are towards the director, uh, I will, I will be watching it. And, you know, like, I think this is a, this is a good thing that, that the director is putting the vision out that they wanted. So that to me is another reason why this is such a good moment. It's because at least now if the DC fandom was shattered between the dceu the dc tv the cw fans the you know the 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 animated only fans the the comic books like continue to this day to to read the comics and they're so caught up and like you know there's it's so branched out because of where people fell on the whole snyder cut scale that now that it is just coming out there's a little bit more just like acceptance and now there's a little bit more harmony and just being like, okay, things are going back to normal for the DC community because there's just more of a celebration than there is of chaotic, uh, I don't know, like just negative energy. So yeah. it felt like a lot of the toxicity has just been like removed. I know that over time, it's going to build up again, but if that's on that's on people who don't learn from it, you know, mm-hmm. that's on the people who don't learn from it. Um, and so, going back to, uh, we were just talking about like the villains and like how some people might relate to more of the dynamic villains. Um, but this is kind of going to go into our 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 you know this is how we're going to wrap up the uh, today's episode. But our anticipations now for Zack Snyder's Justice League. But I'm curious to hear from you what moments you are looking forward to specifically from from this thing coming out and um one of the things first off is for me is going to be steppenwolf who was a very static character someone who everyone was just like well that was the worst character since malekith from thor 2 and so when you have people who can at least Maybe they're wrong, but at least they're trying to relate to to villains and like Darth Vader and and Thanos and stuff like that. At least there's a dynamic villain that they can at least put a topic out for debate. With Steppenwolf, there was none of that, and so that's another. That's something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Steppenwolf's design, if it's gonna be like the one from Dawn of Justice, because I think it's a beautiful design but also just like a more convincing villain for mm-hmm. his superhero team. So what are you looking forward to most from, from Zack Snyder's Justice League? Um, hmm. 
just uh, just it really the most like i just want just all of it as a whole but uh cyborgs obviously his story i mean yes. it's it's not that's something that um you and i have talked about so much and uh to this day is a character that we get to talk about a lot um not so much right well yeah we get to compare and everything like that but um you know because he's in doom patrol and everything so cyborg is very um prevalent right now for the two of us so seeing more of that and seeing the story that zach wants to tell Mm -hmm. and that and what ray got to portray um is very exciting to me i think that's probably like the biggest thing um and then again i mean i just i don't know it's it's what changes i mean it's like there was a quote where Zach said, um, I think what we saw was really just a fourth of what he had, <laughs> if yeah. I'm saying that, if I'm quoting that correctly. And no, that's you're, like, you're quoting it right, but that... I can't that even was... comprehend that, to be honest with you, because that's like, I want to say that Zack Snyder's Justice League is uh, a completely different movie, just like how we can say that with um, Dawn of Just- Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, the extended edition. It's 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 a completely different movie, and there's multiple elements in the theatrical versus the extended cut that make it uh, a completely different movie, and we, you can pinpoint them. We did it. <laughs> so like seeing that, knowing that that is going to be another like uh, adventure for just me personally, that's mm-hmm. uh, beyond excitement. Yeah, a it's fourth going... of what Zach. Well, we're talking about to show. we're talking about like fourth of the footage like if you were to take if you were to look at the film that came out in 2017 frame by frame yeah and plucked out each frame and said okay did zach shoot this or did you know someone else shoot this Mm -hmm. or you know what is this and what is that and then the runtime itself you're looking at maybe 30 minutes of 30 minutes of five hours like that's missing um that's a lot that's a that's and, a hefty and chunk. so that that was another thing of you know going back about what's what's factual and then trying to make your opinions based on that and so like there were times where people were like that's like hated or not but that was Zack snyder's movie the 2017 version and being like that's not it that's yeah like and they're saying like oh that's still 90 percent of his work and even Zach's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know who, yeah. what Russian family. I don't know, you know, Flash falling on Wonder Woman in some suggestive way. Like, he's Wonder, uh, Lois Lane being called thirsty. Just bad stuff. Like, and just being like, yeah, that's him. And it's like, the guy who made Sucker Punch did that? I don't think so. Like, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Or, just, well, I'm speaking more of just like, Doing, oh, just to, yeah, just in that vein, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and just I get like, what, I, get what you I mean. don't understand, like, yeah. how you could be presented, like, evidence of, like, this is this is wrong. And then people being like, nope, looks good to me. Like, I don't know. So uh, they saying, they're saying that we've only seen a fourth of, like, uh, of that movie. is only a fourth of it is his actual stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing everything he actually shot um, because um, I have the art of book here with me. I'm, I've been looking at it the entire time and I love art of books. You know, I use them 
for all of our podcasts when we talk about stuff and I have to pull in notes and, and, and sound like I know what I'm talking about when we're talking about, you know, like every little detail in each minute and, and studying it. I, I, I thought you were going to say something specific and I was like, well, I, I was, was going waiting. to, but then I was like, please don't Mark. Um, <laughs> so I use, I, I, right now I've been doing a Godzilla podcast and I use the Godzilla one nonstop. Every page is being used. Just so much information, so much concept art. Um, I had the Justice uh, Justice League one here right now, and it is probably probably the most re- regrettable purchase I've ever made. Um, it is, an it is not an art of book. It is, it is like a hardcover magazine of the movie. It is um, a lot of it is like frames taken from the finished film that came out in 2017 and put in there with kind of like annotations of, of what's happening in the moment. And there's rarely a, a piece of concept art that isn't seen in the movie, which is like upsetting because you know, there's so much missing. Um, and so it's, I, I, when we, th- when we talked about not continuing the podcast, it was because like w- we would have to spend the whole time talking about what's missing. And this like books like this that are supposed to like educate you on, on, on what happened. This book does not do that at all. Like it just, if anything, it just gets you ready to watch the 2017 movie and it doesn't teach you anything about what happened. It doesn't teach you anything of like the decision making and, and the character telling it's, it's a bad book and it's, I'm, I'm ready to see what's missing. I'm ready to see, like the story that they, the story that we were supposed to be told like three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but with all that said, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, definitely set your calendars for June 1st. Wonder Woman Minute is coming out very soon. We're very excited about it. Um, like I said earlier, it's something we've been really trying to make sure we do it right. Um, so that when people listen to it, they know that they're listening to the best the content can be. And then after that, we're looking forward to doing Zack Snyder's Justice League. But it is the next film that we're doing after Wonder Woman, which is very exciting news. I'm I'm glad that it came out just in time because, you know, we yeah, were... Yeah, we've had some really good timing things happening. <laughs> we've had some really good timing. It's been a little weird sometimes with the timing. Um you can find us on all social media at DC EU Minute. And if you would like to talk to us, you can also join us on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society on Facebook. Other guests who have been on the show are there as well. You can talk to us and them. And also other listeners of the show are there as well. You can talk to all of us. We really would like to hear your opinions about Zack Snyder's Justice League, whether you're for it, against it, whether you're coming around to it, whether you want to love it, whether you already love it, what are you excited to see about it? Uh, what are you hoping that they fix from the, the previous version? Um, I want to hear everything from you guys. Please talk to us there. Um, and then we will catch you guys June 1st for Wonder Woman Minute. Bye. Bye.